Let's Talk TDs podcast. I'm AD. And I'm Jerry. And Jerry, man. You got what you wanted, man. Another you, loss? Another loss for the Cowboys. A devastating loss. Because, you know, they could have gone on top of the division. I mean, I wouldn't even say it was a devastating loss. I feel like they played pretty competitively the entire time. So, I mean, except for well, that Well, it's just that a devastating half. loss because they could have won the on top of the division well i mean i think if you're a realistic you know football fan you know that any you know team that's coming out of this division doesn't have a real chance so all these teams should honestly be trying to lose so it's not devastating at all yeah not for you because you know you want them to lose well i just want them to be realistic and understand that it's better to get a high draft pick for better players always better than but they have their pride jerry they did and they played good they just uh, don't yeah. have the players but what, to do so. What do you think so. about your boy Zeke? Zeke, I mean, he's got a fumbling issue right now. And, uh, I mean, he's still one of the better backs. But, I mean, you continue fumbling. doesn't matter how good you are. Eventually, you need to get benched. Yeah, I think he had, I think he had like 13 carries for like 35 yards in a fumble. Yeah, yeah, so, I mean. Not looking great. Yeah, I mean, it's not looking great. But, again, like I said, uh, when you're – he just needs to – to not try to put all this on him and just play his game and yeah. and we'll see what happens because un- unfortunately or not I mean however you see Zeke he's on this team for you know still a substantial amount of time so I mean we just got to deal with it and hope he either gets better or if not I mean cut bait with him but he's still has three or more years on his contract right I think longer than that because he signed a six year deal like two years ago so maybe like four years, years left yeah four years left so I mean like I said we still got a while with him. So uh, we'll see. Yeah, but I, I just, how did you see Alex Smith playing? What do you think about him? I mean, average, average at best. I mean, yeah. he looks good, but, I mean, to me, again, just shows the despair uh, amongst quarterbacks in the league. I mean, the fact that a guy who almost lost his leg comes back and is still, I mean, he's not a great quarterback because, again, their team's in a bad position. Granted, he hasn't started but uh, the entire season, but – I mean, he's not changing the game for them that much. You know what I mean? Like I said, for the most part, it was a competitive game until the fourth quarter when they scored 21 unanswered points, which, again, I'm not surprised in. Bad defense, <laughs> bad coach, team personnel is beat up, injuries all over the board. So, I mean, again, that it's it's not shocking. And yeah, it seemed like the Cowboys had, like, an injury every other play. Yeah, so, I mean, it, none of this surprised me. And that's why, honestly, I mean, it sounds kind of crazy, but I was encouraged the fact that they were just – played a competitive game throughout the entire thing, except for the fourth quarter. I mean, hey, they played 75% of the game. They played good. I'm not – I wasn't expecting them to win this game. And, yeah. yeah, it sucks they gave up a lot. But Alex Smith, I mean, again, he's not changing the game. Granted, kudos to him. I mean, I didn't think he'd ever play football again. And he looks like, I mean, slightly below average, maybe average at best quarterback. I mean, just good for him that he's even able to throw the ball. Yeah, that is true, um, especially when he almost lost his leg. Right now he's on top of the division at four and seven. Good, and I think I think I mean I think that's just good. I think somebody needs to take control of this division as long as it's not the Cowboys. I don't. I like. I see. I see. No one taking control of this division to the very end. Like every year, every year is kind of the same way. No one really solidifies the division to like the last game, and it might be like that this year, even. You know. Carson Wentz not playing good. Alex Smith, mediocre. Daniel Jones, mediocre. Bad team. And Dallas Cowboys, just injury plague like crazy, too. Yeah, well, as long as it's down to, you know, the Eagles and Redskins and not the Cowboys <laughs> or Redskins or the Cowboys or whoever, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't really care. Hey, don't but I totally s- agree with you. Yeah. It's going to come down to, to the last two weeks. As long as it's not between the Cowboys and somebody else, I don't care. I wouldn't be surprised, though, if they, they're in that mix. Well, yeah, because, I mean, honestly, I mean, if they do ever get healthy, they do have the, the best roster on paper. They have the best yeah. roster on, on all, all these teams. And, honestly, they have one of the better rosters still in the NFC. But, I mean, it's just that none of them are playing. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then the few that are are actually playing kind of bad, a.k.a. Yeah. more Zeke. But, I mean, we'll see. We'll yeah. see. 
We'll see what happens with that division. And what about the Lions and the Texans? What do you think about that game? I mean, I wasn't impressed. Finally, Deshaun Watson had a good game. Well, he's I mean, been having like four good games in a row. It's just the team's bad. I mean, I guess that's fair, but I feel like this is the first time I feel like I felt like he put a, his team on his back, at least. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel yeah, like for did. the most part, he's been just along for the ride with his bad team. And on, the, on this game, he actually got the ball out quick, Jerry. He was getting the ball out quick out there. I mean, that's things I yeah. like to see. I know. I, that's why and, I, I have to bring I, it up. And I'm glad you pointed it out. Yeah. And, and, and I don't want to knock him for it. The only thing I will knock is, like, why has it got to be year five and six, halfway through the season? We're that's finally seeing it. He's going against the Lions, too, you know. Not a very good defense. No, nah, yeah, for not sure. Not very good pass rushers. Their, their bad line was able to keep him contained and not get to Deshaun Watson. Hey, I don't hate the guy. I just want to see more of that. And maybe he can build on this building block because, I mean, there's a lot of times where players just turn that corner and finally figure out what works and what doesn't. Maybe he realizes, hey, live for the next down, quicker releases, protect myself, protect this team. Yeah, but they should also be losing, I think, because, you know, they're not going to win that division. Yeah. I mean, again, like that's the huge discrepancy. You can go from having like right now, for instance, the Cowboys, if the draft was today, they'd be picking like fourth overall. Yeah. If if we're a playoff team, the worst playoff team, that automatically makes you pick in 19th. And that goes for all teams. So if you make the playoff teams, you're automatically picking 19th or lower. Yeah. I mean, if you're a team that doesn't really have a realistic chance. I mean, just the, lose, man. yeah, I mean, the, the, the it's a 15 point or a 15 draft spot difference for the Cowboys from four to 19, <laughs> 15. Yeah. Like, like, and then let's be realistic. Andy Dalton, all these guys, I mean, even if they do make a little run good for them, like they're, they're still just going to be lamps of the yeah. slaughter to the bucks or the, you know, you got Aaron Rodgers, you got the Seahawks. Saints. Yeah. I mean, there's just too many yeah. really, really good teams for, you know, just a team that, it's a cool story. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not going to pan out even if you do make the playoffs for that team, for those teams. Yeah, it's not worth it. And, like, for the Lions, Matthew Stafford has been looking very bad. He's not looking like his old self. There might be injuries, but it's not looking well for him. He There might have to look for another quarterback in the, in that for that team. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I mean, it might be best for both of them. I mean, he's beat up. Losing culture for X amount of years, lack of playmakers, you know, new coaching regime X amount of years, you know, so often. So it might be good for him to just have a fresh start. I think there's still a little bit left in him. He definitely has the arm talent for sure. But uh, maybe he needs a fresh start somewhere else. Maybe like, you know, how Phillip Rivers did. I mean, he looks a little revived. I mean, I'm not saying again, Phillip Rivers, a long term deal. But again, Change of scenery makes a little bit of a difference if you're just trying to make a run and maybe he can go somewhere else. That'd be cool. Yeah, Broncos, please don't pick him up. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Again, I'm just kind of speaking out loud and maybe, but I, I kind of see what you're seeing. It just seems stale that yeah. that relationship, him and the Lions, there's just, they haven't manufactured yeah, anything. Yeah, it's looking that way. It's going to look like they're going to have to part ways because I don't think they're vibing together right now and they haven't been for a while. So. I think I think they sh- it'll be a good idea for him to part ways with this team. Yeah, I mean, I'm not even sure where his contract sits at right now, but if I was him, I'd be even thinking that too. I mean, I know I'm in the latter part of my career. I feel like I might have a few years left. I might want out to fit a better position because maybe I don't feel like they're doing what's best for me. So yeah. And honestly, if I was him, I would kind of feel that way. I mean, he hasn't had many playmakers. I mean, he has them, but th- they've stumbled upon those playmakers. They haven't really invested in trying to make the offensive side better you know they haven't really drafted offensive linemen very often and when was the last time they had a first round wide receiver they drafted or anything like that they've wasted a lot of second round picks on running backs but i mean they haven't panned out they haven't panned out and in my opinion drafting a running back that early in my opinion is kind of a wasted investment when you can get really good running backs in the third round i mean as Kamara, you know, there's just a handful. Or undrafted. Yeah, or undrafted. I mean, there's just a handful of running backs you can just get later on. So, I mean, yeah, that that, that needs to be addressed. Yeah, we'll see what happens with that with that team. But it's not looking good. Just lose two because, yeah, not going anywhere. But let's go ahead and move on to our players of the week. Who you got for quarterback, Jerry? All right, well, I got some. uh, All of mine are pretty savvy vets. I'm going with A-Rod. Obviously, yeah. he lost last week, but again, he's still on a great year. 
And uh, I see him being able to have a bounce back game. He's playing against a division rival, which is a tough matchup against Chicago. But again, I think Chicago, obviously, they haven't played as good of an offense as often as, you know, this Green Bay Packers offense. Yeah. And with the lack of offense they have, it's going to put a lot of pressure on that defense. And I think it, it's going to give more often times than not. So I see him having a good game. And Trubisky's back on the, on the start of the lineup for the Bears. Well, then that's even that, in my opinion, helps the, the Packers. Yeah. That's just more possessions for them on the offense. Yeah. Next, I got Matt Ryan. I know Matt Ryan hasn't had a good year necessarily. He's had some really good games, but he's also had some really bad games. And he's actually coming off of a really bad games against the Saints. But that's exactly why I think he's going to have a bounce back game because that's just the kind of season he's having. And we all know he has the talent still to do so. He has the weapons. I know they're missing Julio Jones, but I think Calvin Ridley and, you know, the complimentary receivers they have is still more than enough for, you know, Alex Smith to shred a, a relatively weak defense. He's playing against Las Vegas, their eighth in passing. Not necessarily bad, but obviously eighth worst is, yeah. I mean, that's that's not too good. So that's a good matchup. And then finally, I got Derek Carr. Derek Carr, he, he's been on a good matchup. Again, the, the guy who's playing against uh, Matt Ryan. And uh, I think this week he's going to have another great game. Last week he had three touchdowns, and he's actually on back-to-back games with three touchdowns or more. So uh, I see him just to continue that streak. And, again, Atlanta has the worst passing defense this year, so I think that's just a favorable matchup for a guy maybe not people are looking at. Yeah, I like Derek Carr. He's been doing good this year, you know. He, he put up a matchup again against the Kansas City Chiefs last week. Very fun game to watch, but <laughs> that Raiders – Defense was nowhere to be seen. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right, uh, let, let me get let me get started with mine. I got Kyle Murray going against New England. This New England defense isn't the same as you know last year's defense. A lot of you know a lot of them opted out, so that's probably why too. But you know Kyle Murray's just been doing so good this year, and this is a good matchup for him. This year he has 29 total touchdowns, 19 passing, and 10 rushing touchdowns. So it's kind of incredible just to watch. And I just think he's going to have a really good game. Then I got Justin Herbert at Buffalo. I believe this game is going to be a shootout, high-scoring game. And I believe Justin Herbert is still going to keep rolling to do what he to do what he has been doing. You know, he's, he's the sixth best. He has the sixth most touchdowns in the league at 22. And he's averaging 299.99 yards a game. 299.99. Almost 300, but not there yet. And then my last quarterback is going to be Josh Allen because this game is going to be a shootout. And, you know, before they went on a bye, Josh Allen has 299 yards, five touchdowns, and one rushing touchdown in the last two games. So, you know, he he went on the bye hot, and I think he's still going to come out this bye hot. So it's gonna be a good matchup there. All right, dang. All right, that, those sounds like some good picks. Yeah, it, it, it's gonna be. I like this week more than last week. You know, last week there wasn't too many great matches, but I think this week there's a lot better matches. All right. Well, let's see. Is that reflecting in the running backs you got? Yeah, actually, it is. Well, let's hear it then. Let's hear it. Uh, let me see. I got Miles Sanders. You know, going against Seattle. Seattle in the last five games has given up eight touchdowns to the running back position. And I think, you know, Miles Sanders hasn't been doing too great this year. You know, he's been beat up or whatever. But I think this game he'll he'll at least have a touchdown and maybe 75 yards rushing against this weak Seattle defense. And my next player, you know, who I'm going to pick, James Robinson. (laughs) Still hot. Hey, one of the best undrafted running backs in the league, you know. He's 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 uh trying to shatter Philip Lindsay's record for yards. But um yeah, you know, James Robinson going against Cleveland. Cleveland's not the best team, you know, for running backs. But in the last since he started, he's at least had sixteen touches in each game. So volume will be there for him and he's pretty much the best player on that team. So I believe he's gonna get his work and he's gonna put up points. And then I got Josh Jacobs versus Atlanta. You know, Derek Carr, like you, you already said, Derek Carr is going to have a good game, and I think it's also going to be a big reason. It's going to be because of Josh Jacobs being able to run the rock. And he's right now he's averaging 
points per game as far as fantasy. So, you know, he's going to put up fantasy points this week. And against this Atlanta defense, he will do well. Who do you got? All right, well, I'll go ahead and just piggyback on uh, Josh Jacobs. He has four touchdowns the last three games, and again, consistency is always key. I mean, you just said how many points in fantasy he's averaging, and that's what we're talking about right here, basically. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Atlanta's got the 27th uh, toughest rush defense, but, uh, you know, I think that they're going to be uh, – I think it's good to get exploited because, again, I don't think they face very tough running backs so far this season. I mean, they yeah. have – but. I mean, I think this is just going to skew the, the stats a little bit because they've been down a lot in the passing. So, obviously, yeah. teams abandon the run a little yeah, bit. Yeah, Kamara did okay last week. Not, yeah. not too bad. All right, next I got uh, Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb, he's on back-to-back games with 100 yards. And, Beast. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think he's just going to continue that. He's playing against Jacksonville, and they got the six-worst defense as far as uh, rushing. And both these teams are pretty much, you know, they're kind of run-first teams. They want to try to control the clock. So, I think, again, that just favors this matchup. Yeah. And then finally, I got Nakeem Hines. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, I think, just recently got listed as out or questionable. Rona. Yeah, something like that. I, I think he, he's out nonetheless, and uh, I think he, he Hines is going to get the majority of the bulk. I mean, obviously, we know he's a really prolific pass, passing uh, running back, and now he's just going to have more opportunities to run yep. the ball as well. He's playing against Tennessee, which, is, again, they have the sixth worst rushing defense, and uh, – Again, uh, these are two teams that want to run the ball, too. So, again, just more opportunities for both him and obviously Derrick Henry. But I'm talking about Hines here. Uh, either way, I think they're going to have a, the volume to, to make some points happen. Yeah. No, I like those picks. Who you got for wide receivers? All right. My wide receivers, I got Tyler Boyd, Keenan Allen, and Michael Thomas. I like Tyler Boyd because he's got 32 catches in the last four games. And uh, he's playing against the Giants' defense, that which is ranked 12th. It's not necessarily bad, but I mean yeah. it's not it's it's not worse. But it, it's just a good matchup. I know that uh, Joe Burrow he's out, but I'm that just was a nasty injury. Yeah, it was a bad injury, but I, I just expect since you know Boyd's the number one option, I just expect him to get force fed the ball, regardless if it turns out well or not. It'll be a different yeah. issue, but I think the targets will be there just for that simple fact. Um, Keelan Allen. Is just ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, he had 16 catches for 145 yards last week. And he's playing against a relatively tough 16 defense. 16 catches. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's crazy. astonishing. It's crazy. And the crazy thing is that's not even an NFL record. Yeah. But uh, anywho, it's still great. Uh, with that being said, he's playing against a tough defense uh, against the Buffalo Bills and the 24th ranked defense. Uh, but you already said it. This is going to be a shootout. Keenan Allen's a beast, and when it comes to things like that, you kind of ignore the defensive rankings. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's what good players do. They just dominate no matter what. And I think he's one of those guys that people fail to mention a lot when they're talking about the best wide receivers. Maybe because he's injury prone, probably because he doesn't run a 4-4. Either way, he's one of the best. Best route runners in the league. And then finally, Michael Thomas. He's. I feel like he's starting to come into form now. Last week was his first 100-yard game of the season. Granted, he's only played in four games. Even with Tyson Hill. Yeah, even with Tyson Hill, again, because he got force-fed the ball. He had 12 targets and capitalized on nine catches. So yeah. that helps a lot. Volume always helps. And uh, I think he's going to just continue that streak. He's playing against Denver. They have the 19th-ranked uh, passing defense as far as the toughest defense. So it's they're definitely no pushovers. Pretty much middle of the pack, a little bit better than that. But, uh, again... I just think with the lack of their offense, just gives more opportunity for the Saints, and again volume. And I mean, he's just a stud, so I think yeah. he's gonna make plays. Yeah, it's good that he's finally coming back into form. Yeah, after so long, there's yeah, a lot of so a lot long. of owners, uh, a lot of fantasy owners, and just again, just fantasy fans or just football fans in general just want to see you know another prolific receiver. So yeah, it's yeah. nice. That'll be nice. All right, I got Stephon Diggs going against the Chargers. You know, I feel like. Stephon Diggs is playing balls out this year with Josh Allen. And since I think this is going to be a shootout, I think he's going to have a lot of targets. And he's right now he's ranked as the third most productive wide receiver in fantasy. Yeah, that's crazy. And my next player, Keenan Allen. Nice. Yeah, going against, going against Buffalo. And why? Because he's the second most productive fa- fantasy wide receiver. In the league, and then my my last player is Devontae Adams going against Chicago. You know, just 
He's the number one most productive fantasy player in the league, especially with Aaron Rodgers force-feeding him the ball every game. He has like a touchdown streak right now and over 100 yards. So it's like he's going to get his volume. He's going to get his work. You know, I just to me, I just picked the top three fantasy players this week, and I think they're all going to ball out this week. Yeah, I mean, there's no denying it. Number says it. Oh, yeah. And then for tight ends, you know, it's not much to pick from tight ends. You know, it's basically all the same ones mostly every week. But I got Dallas Goddard going against the Seahawks. You know, that Seahawks defense is not good. Dallas Goddard is Carson Wentz's number one receiver, in my opinion. Yep. Then I got Eric Ebron. You know, he's been scoring touchdowns for the last few weeks with Roethlisberger. So, I think he's still going to get those touchdowns. Going against Baltimore, he's going to be the security blanket going against that tough D. And then I got Darren Waller against Atlanta. You know, you talked about it, Derek Carr. You know, he's going to be, I think he's going to be having a good game. And I think Darren Waller is going to be his go-to guy in this game. So, I've, that's why I feel these three tight ends are must-starts this week. Who you got? Yeah, again, uh, I'll just piggyback right off of the Downer Waller. Uh, apparently, I just now looked at it, and I got three fantasy players from different positions, all from the Raiders. And, uh, again, Darren Waller's no different. He's coming off of a game where he went 7-for-7 seven seven for 88 yards and a touchdown. Um, not saying he's going to have a stat line like that, yeah. but I think that he's finding his groove. Again, he is one of their better options as far as a receiver. And he's playing against Atlanta, which is the worst passing defense this year. So uh, I just expect him to just truck along. I already said Derek Carr's going to have a good game, so I'm expecting he's going to be one of the recipients to that. Yep. Um, next, I got Mike Gusecki. Uh, he's been averaging five targets per game, and he's playing against the New York Jets defense that's ranked 10th, so they're not necessarily the best as far as passing. Obviously, they're pretty bad. And uh, I expect him to be leaned on, regardless if it's Fitzpatrick or Tua. I know Tua's questionable. Either very or. Very questionable. Very questionable. Of course, very, very questionable. <laughs> Thumb, hip, um, who knows? But yeah, uh, e- either way, he's uh, he's he's questionable. And uh, I think Gasecki is going to help whatever quarterback is in. Yeah. And, uh, again, like you said, there's, there's it's a small pool of quarterback or tight, think, tight ends. Yeah, I think you have from. a better chance with Fitzpatrick. I think Fitzpatrick looked at him a little bit more than Oh, definitely. Did. Yeah. And uh, finally, I got Noah Font. He's been averaging seven targets per game, and he's playing against New Orleans. He's got the 12th-ranked defense. Again, bottom third of the the league. And uh, I just expect him to be, again, he's another guy who's who's one of their better options right now just due to the fact that their wide receivers are constantly getting beat up. I mean, yeah. obviously their number one guy, Sutton's out for the whole year. And Jerry Judy, he has some off-and-off games. But I would say as of now, definitely Noah Font's their number one guy as far as yeah, passing. And uh, I just expect him to just get the, the volume and the load. I mean, again, seven targets per game. That's just going to be a thing. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. No, I like that. I like that. And finally. Your favorite segment. Favorite segment. Go Kicker ahead. of the week. Young Waku going against the Raiders. Yeah, I just feel like, you know, Atlanta's going to drive the ball. But they're going to kick a lot of field goals. <laughs> So I think Young Waku is going to get his fair share. Five field goals. All right. So we're three gonna... 30s and 150 and 140. Dang. Yeah. Are any of these possibly for a game winner? No. <laughs> <laughs> They're just going to have a lot of field goals. <laughs> All right. Well, we heard it here then. <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead and get on to the games of the week. Panthers at the Vikings. You know, Teddy Bridgewater's back. They started that XFL quarterback last week. You know, he, he demolished uh, the Lions 20-0, to zero, but Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater's back. Are you sure there's not a controversy now? No, I don't no. think so. I think yeah. he threw like two, t- two interceptions that game too. Yeah, so. there shouldn't be. Yeah, there shouldn't be. But um, I have the Panthers winning this with Teddy Bridgewater coming back 23-21 against the Vikings. I just feel like with Teddy Bridgewater, I think they'll be able to control the clock a little bit better. Um, you know, Vikings are always up and down. You know, they lost last week against the Cowboys somehow. No one saw that. Terrible. Actually, a lot of people could see that. You know, it's, it's not terrible. out of the ordinary. Yeah, but it's a terrible loss. Terrible. Yeah, terrible. So, terrible win. 
<laughs> terrible win for the Cowboys. <laughs> terrible win. <laughs> terrible win for the Cowboys. But the Panthers, you know, I just feel like with Teddy Bridgewater behind the behind the with the Rock, they have a better chance of winning this game, and I feel like they will execute. Yeah, I pretty much will piggyback on all that. Again, the Vikings are extremely inconsistent. I mean, I would if you would have asked me last week, I would have thought they would have won against the Cowboys. Yeah, and I, I'm pretty sure I predicted that, but uh, that's that's not what happened. And uh, they played, they just play very sloppy. I feel like it's a very poor coach team. And the Panthers, I feel like, are the opposite. They're very well coached. I feel yeah. like they like to stay disciplined in who they are as as far as a team. And Treddy Bridgewater has definitely shown that he's. He's a relatively good quarterback, yeah. you know what I mean? It kind of sucks that he got injured. Who knows what this guy could have been if he played throughout this entire time, but it's good to see he's back and looking pretty good. So I see the Panthers winning this one also, 24-20. And, uh, yeah, not 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 too much of a competition, even though the score says so. I, feel, I just feel like the Panthers will control the clock most of the time. Yeah, yeah, I feel the same way. Next game, Browns at the Jaguars. What you got? I got the Browns. Yeah. Are, are you surprised? No, I'm, I got the Browns too. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're just a, they're they're just a better coach team all around, you know. And uh, I I don't know what the Jaguars are doing, so uh, I think they just are trying to figure out what they need to do too. Their quarterback position's worse. Their wide receivers are beat up. I think Sharknado got listed out. Out. So uh, their running back. I mean, it's a bright spot, but I mean, that's that's one out of so many. So I just see the Browns winning this one, 28-20, controlling the clock with their two-headed running attack. Yeah, I got them winning 24-16. Yeah, I just feel like they're gonna probably going to put up like 300 rushing yards in this game. You know, um, Baker Mayfield probably have like 160 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, smash mouth football. And, <laughs> yeah, just, and Baker will do what he needs to do yeah, to just, just run con- down that yeah, field. continue to win. So Yeah, it's not a very exciting game. You know, it's it's an okay game. Browns fans should be happy. Yeah, you know, y'all probably gonna make the playoffs this year. Yeah, it's been a while since the Browns have actually looked pretty good. So yeah, yeah, it's, it'll be fun. Yeah, for, the, oh, for them, for the for mm-hmm. them, for the Browns. The next game is gonna be Giants at the Bengals. Unfortunately for the Bengals, you know they are out. Burrow, you know he's not playing for the rest of the season. Gruesome leg injury towards ACL, and I feel the Giants are gonna have to exploit that and get get this win at twenty to fourteen. Yeah, I agree. I mean, that was a, a pretty bad injury. And I think he also told his MCL, so it was, it was both of them. So yeah. uh, long rehab in, ahead of him, but hopefully it comes quick because he, he looked like he was definitely the deal. So yeah, we'll, we'll see. But on this game ahead, again, the Giants now at this point, both of them were relatively beat up. I would say they had the quarterback advantage with the Bengals, which is why I would have given them the win. But, yeah, I would too. But no, Joe Burrow. So now they're relatively evil as far uh, evil. Evil. E- Jeez. And now they're relatively even as far as just okay. like team, team uh, you know, position by position, in my opinion. So I'll give it to the Giants. They have the slight edge. They have yeah. a, a slightly better quarterback now, I would imagine. And um, yeah, I see them winning this one 24 20. Real unfortunate for the Bengals, but, yep, continue to lose. Yeah. Oh, well, they'll have a high draft pick. They'll yeah. be fine. <laughs> yeah. Get some weapons for Joe Burrow. No, get an offensive line to protect the guy. Yeah, that's true. You know, get some protection. Yeah. Maybe uh, a leg. <laughs> maybe a leg. <laughs> Jeez. All right, let's go on to our next game, Cardinals at the Patriots. Not very exciting. If it was uh, the old Patriots, it would have been more exciting. But I feel like Kyle Murray's going to do his thing. He's going to have a couple touchdowns on the air, one touchdown on the on the ground. You know, he just do what he's been doing, going against his Patriots D with uh, Cam Newton that's not consistent, you know, very inconsistent Cam Newton. So I'd have them winning 27-21. I agree. I think we've agreed on all these, and yeah. I even agree as far as even with the points, I see them winning this one 27-21. But I think this will actually be one of those games where they play great as far as um, on both sides of the ball. I think it'll be a really exciting game, and I think this will actually go down to, like, the last drive or something like that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it'll, it'll just be fun. I think I think the Patriots will have the ball last, but Cam will fall just a little bit short. He has done that, like, three times this year. Yeah, and that's why I just feel like that'll be the narrative. But I think it'll be, like I said, I think this will yeah. be a close match and, and a fun matchup the entire game. Yeah, I mean, I just have it a touchdown off, but it's just – Patriots aren't looking so hot this year. All right, well, let's continue with that 
division, Dolphins and Jets, who you got? Well, you know, the Dolphins looked terrible last week. Tua looked terrible. The Broncos just, the Broncos defense just destroyed them and made, made Tua get benched. So I, I feel like Fitzpatrick will start this game since, you know, Tua is very questionable. Um, And the Jets, you know, they got Darnold back for this one, but that doesn't say much. And I feel like the Dolphins will win 23-17 just by a little bit. Yeah, again, I can't fault you on that. Uh, I kind of share the same sentiment. Um, I feel like no matter who the Dolphins pick, either Fitzpatrick or Tua, I think they still have the quarterback advantage, yeah. even if it's Darnold. Um, so, yeah, I see them winning 24-17. This division is not that hot, but I guess if you're a Dolphins fan, you're starting to win some games, I guess, and uh, at least some of your draft picks are panning out a little bit. Yeah, but the Bills, I think, are going to run away with that division. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Next game, Raiders at the Falcons. What do you think about this one? I think the Raiders are just too consistent, and, I mean, I'm surprised. I mean, I know I harp on Jason Garrett for having an old-school offense, but Jay Gruden over there with his old-school mentality and his old-school offense. working. It's working, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, to me, it's all about selling it and having the personnel to sell it. Yeah. So, um they're doing a great job, you know, just running the ball, playing conservative as far as just like, you know, they're passing attack and they're playing solid defense or special teams. Again, it's not again, it's not terrible. So if it's not terrible and it's doing its job, it's just you're winning all three phases of the game. And I feel like that's what the Raiders are doing. So with all that being said, I'm pretty sure you see that I predict them winning this one. I see them winning this one 28-24. The Falcons, again, are the opposite of that. They're inconsistent. Their offense can be really pro uh, prolific, but they're beat up at the moment, not to mention the fact that their offensive line is shaky, and uh, they don't really have a solid running attack. I mean, sometimes Todd Gurley looks really well, and then sometimes he's just a non-factor in the game. Yeah. So, um, again, with basically all the opposite reasons is why I don't think they'll win. Yeah, I mean, I have this game being a close one, too. Uh, I feel like the Falcons will be able to drive the ball against this team. Like I said, the kicker's going to have an cre- incredible amount of field goals. So I have the Raiders winning though, thirty to twenty nine. Very close game to me. I feel like the Raiders will have the last drive and win this game behind Derek Carr's arm. Um, you know, just the Raiders have been very, very good this year, and uh, you know they have they also had a, t- a tough uh, opponents this year. So they have the Chiefs twice a year, you know. So and they know how to play them. Yeah, and they know mm-hmm. how to play them, man. That, every game down to the down to the wire. So the Raiders doing good. Falcons, not so great, and I think they'll get another loss this week. But the next game, Saints at the Broncos. Taysom Hill against the Broncos defense. I feel that's going to be the matchup in this game. But I have the Saints winning this game, 23-21. In a close matchup, the Broncos will be able to like not have them score too many points. But Tyson Hill, you know, I don't think he's a – average quarterback i just think he can he can like trick the defense to thinking he's gonna pass then he'll run and then but he kind of looked like a quarterback last week you know he had a pretty good completion percentage but that's i think that's a lot of the coaching side yeah i agree i want to see Taysom hill do it back to back i feel like i don't again like he did throw it a lot and i don't think these defenses were expecting him to play as traditional as it was yeah so, uh, with that being said, I think obviously one week of film now of him actually running an offense, I think it's enough already for these defenses to be like, all right, what's he good? What's he bad at? What are they going to do? Yeah. But with all that being said and done again, I still see that the Saints, because again, it's just a more complete team. So, yep. the fact that they're going to be, you know, have some woes on the offense, I don't think will slow them down from still winning this game. I think they still have, you know, I think the, the defense is probably you'd give it to the Broncos. I'd say uh, the offense, you give it to the obviously the Saints, and I think the coaching, you give it to the Saints. And with yeah. that being said, you know they've gotten out three wins versus you know one on the Broncos, so that's my logic in picking the Saints still in this matchup. And it being a close one, I see it being twenty four twenty Saints. Yeah. yeah, I think that one's gonna also gonna fall down to the wire. Gonna be a close game, but I wish Drew Lock can just improve. 
I mean, maybe he can. I mean, we'll, we'll see. It's still again early. He hasn't even yeah. played two seasons yet. So. Yeah, I know, I know. And actually, he has a better record than John Elway when he started. So yeah, I mean, again, we just have really high expectations with certain guys nowadays. So. Yeah, and I feel like this should give him some time. I feel like don't bench him, you mm-hmm. know, just because he's losing or he lost a game or whatever. You know, he's actually had a tough schedule this year, and right. they'll get some tough teams. And hopefully, he can overcome. I hope he can win this game. You know, just try to ball out at least two touchdowns in this one. Last week, he didn't even have one touchdown, and he had one interception. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, we'll see how uh, patient John Elway is. Yeah. I mean, he seems to be relatively patient in the sense he's that he gives, patient. he gets quarterback. I feel like he's given a lot of y'all's quarterbacks, what, two, three years to try to make something happen, if not move no, on? No, he's usually given like a year. Oh, well. Or less, actually. Oh, I just remember certain certain quarterbacks, I guess, going a little longer than yeah, that. Yeah, like Kyle Orton, Jake Cutler. Well, that was before him. That was even before John Elway, though. Yeah, I think I was yeah. thinking of more like a, like the Brock Brock Oswald. Well, Brock Oswald never really started. He was just... Right, yeah, but I, I was just more thinking like he was a high-drafted pick, obviously, and then yeah. like the last two seasons is when he actually got his feet wet. So I was just like, I don't know. I guess I just interpreted it a little different. Yeah. Obviously, you're the fan. You you lived it. You witnessed it. You you probably know how yeah, long like he Yeah, like Trevor act- Simeon. You know, yeah. he, he got like – he finished strong, but then the next year he started off weak, and they benched him. So, Oh, yeah, don't yeah. forget the Case Keenum experiment too. In Case Keenum, you know, he just he did that one year, terrible year. Done. <laughs> And then Joe Flacco, terrible year. Done. So, you know, it's just you have to prove yourself. But I feel like Drew Locke, he, he has everything a good quarterback needs to succeed. It's just I, I feel like the pressure's on him, and I think he feels the pressure, and he's thinking too much, in my opinion. You know, he's thinking too much about making mistakes and not just trying to minimize those mistakes. But if you do that, then your game's off. And you don't play it to your full potential. Yeah, that's true. You just got to play your game. Yep. But we'll see what happens. Hopefully they can win. <laughs> and then the next game we got, 49ers at the Rams. I got the Rams winning this. You know, they've been on a hot streak. You know, they've been playing really well. Jerry Goff has been playing well. Playing some tough teams, too. Yeah, and playing tough teams. Yeah. Hey, that was my criticism yeah, at first, but but they've they've obviously they set their game up. Well, the schedule just continued. Yeah, <laughs> you know that's what happened yeah. at first. The narrative was just they were playing NFC teams and or NFC East teams, and they just beat them all. But yeah, I mean obviously that couldn't go forever. Yep, and now they're playing a pretty good defense in the 49ers, but the 49ers do not have a quarterback, and I feel like that's why they will lose this game. 27 21. Again, I share that same sentiment. Yeah. I mean, great defense. I mean, solid special teams. Are, they're relatively coached well, but all those same things could be said about the Rams. Yeah. And uh, like you said, they got a quarterback. And that that's obviously the tiebreakers. Just again, when all, all these teams are relatively close, it's the little things that matter, like having a quarterback, which isn't necessarily a little thing. That's the, yeah, huge, that's the major that, thing. That's the hugest thing in this particular game. But, uh, yeah, with all that being said, uh, I see the Rams winning this one 24-28. Okay. You got yeah, you got it. Not too much of a spread. Yeah, yeah, I mean, again, I just don't the Rams aren't I don't ever see the Rams being one of those teams that are just super explosive that put up a ridiculous amount of yeah. points. They just do what they need to do to win. Yeah. All right, let's move on to our next game. The Bears at the Packers. Bears probably starting Trubisky. Packers have Aaron Rodgers. And I have Aaron Rodgers winning this game 28-23. I feel like coming from that loss last week against the Colts, chip on the shoulder. He's mad. And he's going to take it on this Bears good defense. I feel it's going to be competitive, but the Packers will win 28-23. Again, same thing. I feel like Aaron Rodgers got that same chip on his shoulder, and I think they're going to put up 30 on this team. I know Trubisky's coming back, but... What does that what, mean? Yeah, it doesn't mean nothing. <laughs> yeah, what what does that really mean? They, so, have, um, they have, you know, a good defense, but the offense does not match with the defense. Yeah, and when you actually have a bad offense, it can make your defense look worse because now, like, me hearing Trubisky plays, all right, cool, so Aaron Rodgers is going to get, what, two, maybe three extra possessions yeah. more because I could see maybe two interceptions and a fumble or maybe or just, just a fumble and an interception. And outs, you know, or, yeah, just, or just simple like that. Yeah, exactly. So just – I just see more possessions now for Aaron Rodgers. Yep. I still see it being a little close, but, I mean, 21-30. 
uh, not necessarily close. I guess the, the <laughs> That's not uh, okay. Close. I, I guess the scoreboard. Cause, no, because to me, I just feel like the like game. possession game. Yeah, the, the game is gonna feel like it's a complete blowout. But then when you look at it, it's gonna be like, oh well, they only lost by nine points. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's what people will say, but yeah. obviously, it's just gonna feel like a, such a domination by the Green Bay Packers. So. Yeah, I agree. All right. Well, next we got uh, the battle of the birds: Seahawks, Eagles. What do you think? I have the Seahawks winning. I think it's gonna be a close game. I think it will be a close game, but I have the Seahawks winning 27-24 over the Eagles. You know, I think the Eagles will be able to put up some points against the Seahawks defense, you know, because they're just a bad defense. But I think Russell Wilson will get the last laugh and win this game for them over even o- overcoming this bad defense play, man. If, if the Seahawks had a better defense this year, they have a better record, I believe, in my opinion. Man, broken record. I, I just agree with you, because these matchups, I feel like yeah. are, there's good matchups, but they're very cut and dry. I feel yeah. like it's just like you know who's gonna win. Because again, I just feel like the Seahawks are gonna put up thirty, and I wish the Eagles were good because I want them to just. I want someone to take control of this division. That's it's in not mind. gonna happen. That's, Jerry. N- that's not the Cowboys, and yet just they just all just want to fart around and be at the they same. They all want to get their that that top draft pick. So, I just I see I see the Seahawks dominating this game and winning it 30 to 10 30 to 10 yes just because i just man the eagles are just so discouraging i know sometimes they can be good but they're just so discouraging and 30 to 10 and i just you don't don't think they'll put up more than 10 points against the seahawks d all right fine you're you're right i'm I'm nice they'll they'll get 14 they'll get two touchdowns all right all right that's a little better but still i just possessions you know they're just so discouraging yeah and and Russell Wilson's fantastic. He's yeah. having a great year. And I don't know if he's still on MVP, you nah, know, contentions, so. but it's still just another great year by Russell Wilson. Continue doing what he does. And, uh, yeah, I can see him, I just see him rolling along, continue winning. So, yeah, that's where I put it. All right. All right. Yeah, it's, gonna, it's not going to be a good match. But let's move on to a little better matchup. Ravens at the Steelers. Lamar Jackson's gonna be out this game. RG three's time to shine. Is Who that a, <laughs> is that even a thing anymore? <laughs> no, it's not. But I got the Steelers winning twenty eight twenty. It's gonna be a very defensive battle, but I have the Steelers, you know, just walking away with this win. Roethlisberger going eleven and zero. Yeah, and that's crazy considering he missed all of last year. I mean, easily comeback player of the year, and yeah. and. Definitely fighting for MVP contentions, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I see the Steelers winning this one, too. Again, just I honestly would have saw the Steelers winning this one, even if Lamar was playing. Yeah, because, me too. Because the Ravens, they're just they're up and down. They're in, they're, Their offense is inconsistent, in my opinion. Yeah. Sometimes they look really good. Sometimes they struggle a lot. Um, it was nice to see Des Bryant get, you know, get a catch. Yeah, he got a catch. It's, it was nice. It, it was a little. It was bittersweet for me. Yeah. Because I just really respect Des Bryant a lot, and it was it kind of meant a lot to me that he had never caught a ball for any other team. Now he did he, it. I mean, now he did. You know, but he you had know his what? chance but, with the Saints, but, but he got but hurt. Good, but good for him. You know what? It's yeah. not. I, I like him that much. And I'm like, you know what? Good for him though. Too bad he's on the Ravens, and like it, it would have been cool if he was like on the Chiefs and maybe could win a Super Bowl. But yeah. what, whatever. Um. Yeah, I, I just think the Steelers are going to win this one pretty easily because, again, I just see they're just too inconsistent as far as the Ravens, and I can just go down the list of what makes the Steelers good. Is it Fitzpatrick or uh, Mika Fitzpatrick on, on uh, the defense? Yeah, on the defensive side. Is, is it Ben Roethlisberger and their plethora of wide receivers? Is it yeah, the rookie? Claypool. Yeah, is it the rookie Claypool? He's making a statement he saying— has 10 touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, he's making a statement saying, one look at me. One touchdown each game. So, uh— yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. So uh, yeah, they're just a better team all around, and Mike Tomlin just continued to show that it doesn't matter what decade we're in or what crop of guys he's got, he can coach them up and yep. make a really competitive team. And look, you know, Roethlisberger has been hurt years, right? Pretty much a lot of his years since he's been in the league. And Tomlin, since he's been with this team, they have not had a losing record, even with Roethlisberger being hurt. That's kind of incredible. That tells you a lot about Tomlin's coaching. He can just coach top any, tier. anything. T- top tier, top one. Yeah, like, top. 
top tier. Yeah. I mean, he's 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 not no Belichick, but man, he's definitely there. He's there. I think he's there. I, I feel like not not as far as like better than Belichick, but Oh yeah, I mean again I would say he's number two. They're definitely game changers, yeah, for sure. Game yeah. changers. And then let's go ahead and get to the games, best games of the week. All right. First. We'll start it off. Chiefs at Buccaneers. Mm-mm-mm. How do you feel about those Bucks losing last week? I, I I just this is what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for the collapse of the Bucks. I don't know if they're the real deal. They they they're playing good, but I don't know. Hey man, I mean the Rams are were also playing good, so you know it was a tough matchup for them. No, for sure. But I think this is more of a tough matchup, and I feel like they will lose this game, twenty eight twenty one. Tom Brady will leave again, not shaking the opposing quarterback's hand because he's a sore loser. He cannot take losing. Yeah, so I have the Chiefs winning. Mahomes gonna do his thing, you know. Ah, it's just Tom Brady, sore loser. I'm not liking it. What do you think? Tom Brady, back-to-back. Losses? Yeah, back-to-back losses okay. is what I'm predicting. Yeah. Because this is a, a a guy who's going against two back-to-back teams who have winning records, and I think that's something this Bucks teams has a – not necessarily they struggled against, but I don't know how many times they faced against two really good teams yeah. back-to-back weeks. I mean, they also lost against the Bears against a bad quarterback. So, I'm not saying that they're, like, obviously this is, like, a, a terrible team, but I don't think that they're uh, a top-four team in the NFC East. You know no. what I mean? So, uh, I- I'll see how they they're do. They're a playoff team. Yeah, oh, no, no, yeah. yeah, there's no doubt they're a playoff team, but uh, I- I- I'll just see how they run as-, as things continue, but I don't think this week is any easier, mm-hmm. and I think they're going to lose this one 31 to 30. I think it's going to be a really, Real really, close really game. close game. Okay. I think it's really – it's it's a close game, but mainly because they just have so much offensive power, both these teams. Yeah. I think it's realistically – I could easily see going the other way around. It's more like whoever just has the ball last, they're going to score down the field and, and score. So yeah. that's why I have the score so close because they're just going to be scoring touchdowns back and forth. So it's just whoever gets the ball last wins. And I think yeah, I think the Chiefs are going to position themselves to do so. I was hoping you would choose the Bucks, you know, so we can have, you know, one game apart. Maybe maybe one of these games. Maybe maybe one of the next two games. We we'll still have, got two. Yeah, we still got two more. But we got the Titans at the Colts. I think this is going to be the one where we differ. Because I have the Titans winning 24-23 in a very close matchup against this Colts team. What do you think? I have to agree. Oh my god! <laughs> I, yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. This week is just it's. I need to go buy a lotto ticket apparently, right? Because everything's hidden. Everything's um, hidden. I, I see this. I I, I would have put this more towards the Colts if they would have had their full plethora of running backs because I feel like with their full plethora they have a little bit more uh more more nine ounce to like yeah. just 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 something more different to a, their a more balance. Yeah, well, no, well, yeah, just a balanced attack, and I just feel like they just bring, they just have more elements, you know, they can throw at them when they have all their plethora. Now I think they're going to be a little bit more one-dimensional because I think they don't have necessarily that that running, uh, that bell cow running back, and this is what this matchup is. There's going to be two teams that want to fight for control of the ball and uh, run it. I think the Colts now are going to be trying to pass it now because, you know, obviously they have smaller running backs back there, and – I still see the Tennessee Titans, you know, winning this one with their tough defense, and Derrick Henry's just ridiculous. Yeah, I'm taking control of that division. Yeah. You know, it's going to be a very important match for the Titans. Yeah, um, so I think they want to the just Colts. put their foot down right yeah. here, and uh, I think they win this one 27-24 Titans as well. Yeah, very close. I, I like these matchups because they're all close, but, you know, just one, one-sided, you know. That's yeah. how I feel about it. And to me, the next game is the best game of the week. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you know, just two young stars throwing the ball around like MVPs this year. This should have been a uh, a uh, primetime matchup. It should be. Oh, my but, God. But it's a noon game. It's kind of crazy. That's terrible. It's kind of crazy. NFL do something about that because that is terrible. This should be Sunday night. Well, I think they just have too many schedule shifts to be, be doing. Right, like, all this <laughs> Rona stuff. Yeah, to be like, oh, okay, now we're also going to switch this because it's not oh, a good yeah. matchup. And by the way, Ravens-Steelers, Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday yeah. game. So, And our last game, 
Chargers at the Bills, the two young gunners in the league, taking the league by storm this year. Justin Herbert, you know, just balling now. He can he can be in the MVP candidacy this year, in my opinion, because he's been playing so well. Even even if even if he's with a bad team, you know, those losses are not on him. All right, all right. But I think the real question is, let's see, do we continue the streak? Who you got? Who you got? <sighs> I think our fans want to know if, if this crazy episode continues. I got the Bills winning this 30 to 27. I just, I don't, I like Justin Herbert. I like him a lot, but this Bills defense is a better team in general. So I feel like they will get this win 30 to 27. Very close match, but fun match to watch. I should have went first. I should have said it first. Yeah, the Bills are gonna win this one. I think that, I think Josh Allen and uh, and uh, Justin, Justin Herbert. Herbert. Yeah, there you go. Sorry, uh, Justin Herbert. I think Josh Allen is just a better version of Justin Herbert at this moment. I think he's yeah. a, he's what an inch taller. He's probably got a better arm, and their games are essentially the same. They're strong arm quarterbacks who can make all the throws. They're not afraid to scramble, and uh, they're just exciting to watch. Yeah, and. Uh, but it's Josh Allen's time. He's like, no, no, no. You yeah. get your time next year, kid. But this year, this year, this it, year, it, this year's this year, and it's my time. I've made my jump. I'm making my statement. This is my division, and I see Josh Allen just yeah. continuing to do what he's done all season with his team and lead it. And I see them winning twenty-seven, twenty-four in a very close matchup. But uh, Bills. Yeah, it'll be a fun game to watch, man, and just. NFL will fix that schedule because mm. this Rona is not helping. And I just, I don't know. I really like the Bills this year. I think they're going to be very close to going to the championship, I feel like, in the AFC. So, you know, this will be a fun game to watch, everybody. Yeah, I better be up by 12 and watch this game because it will be the best game of the week. But, you know, that's going to do it all. That's going to do it for our show this today. I'm AD. And I'm Jerry. And man, you know, just follow us on Instagram at let's talk com, And you can also email us with any suggestions about this show or any opinions. Just let us know at let's talk to these at gmail.com. And, you know, we'll see you next week. Deuces. Peace. Peace.